0: Welcome to Park Ave Baptist Church Podcast,
1: a weekly broadcast of our Sunday sermon. I'm Darcy Jarrett, pastor of worship, advocacy, and arts.
0: I'm Hemler Chenault, pastor of community engagement and stewardship.
1: And I'm Lanta Carroll, interim pastor of Families and Formation.
0: Park Ave is a bold, inclusive, and creative community where everyone is welcome.
1: We uplift voices and identities that are marginalized elsewhere. We affirm
2: all ethnicities, racial identities,
0: ages, socioeconomic groups,
1: gender identities, and sexual orientations because we hold to a theology that refuses to other anyone. At Park Avenue, our leadership model is non-hierarchical
0: and we practice an open pulpit
1: where you will hear a multiplicity of theologically trained voices from different backgrounds, and social locations.
0: We don't just preach and talk about deconstructing systems and structures of power. We, we practice, practice
1: it. Through this podcast, we hope you will be inspired, encouraged, and challenged. Listen, listen with, with us, now.
2: us now. This morning's scripture reading is from Ephesians three sixteen through 20. Um, I'll start. I pray that according to the riches of God's glory, God may grant that you may be strengthened in your inner being with power through god's spirit and that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith as you're being rooted and grounded in love i pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth the length height and depth and to know the love of christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled with all the fullness of god now to God, who by the power and work within us is able to accomplish abundantly far more than all we can ask or imagine. God's word to God's people. I'm Pastor Darcy. I'm one of the people here that is so blessed to get to shepherd and journey with you. I use they, them pronouns. And this morning, man, this message um, I'm really excited about. Will you all pray with me? God, God of love, God whose name is written on each of our hearts, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts in this place collectively be found pleasing in your sight, O oh God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So, welcome back. Welcome back to church. This is the first Sunday of 2020. I'm excited to be here. Uh, those of you who know me know that I'm always excited, but I really am excited, right? Welcome to 2020. Can you believe it? Welcome to the future. It's now. I just, it's crazy, right? I think, you know, there were times during this year that, that I didn't think I was gonna make it to the end, right? There were times in my life where I didn't think I would make it to 2020, 2020, right? And weren't we supposed to have Something like flying cars by this point, or you know, at least be able to be driving like a normal car that's like subject to gravity, just driving down your road, and you get to where you're going, and then you press a button and it can fold up into a briefcase. No, I thought that that was like gonna happen by this point, by 2020. You know. I'm making reference to the Jetsons, maybe I'm showing my age. But uh, yeah, it's, it's this future time, and I think I spend a lot of time thinking about the future. Um, I really love dystopian fiction. That's just a thing about me, y'all should know. Um, I love the kind of regular, author, the obvious authors, the H.G. Wells, War of the Worlds, Ray Bradbury, Fahrenheit 451, Margaret Atwood, George Orwell, but I also love Parable of the Sower. I love The, the Left Hand of Darkness. I love iRobot. That's Octavia Butler, Ursula Le Guin, and Isaac Asimov. So I don't say this lightly, right? I love dystopian fictions. Um, and we think about the future in this reading this literature, right, and there's a pretty bleak outlook oftentimes. Um, and so reading them, You know, I think I can develop this way of thinking about the future. And and honestly, in 2020, many of these things have come true that I've read about, right? Things as simple as reality TV, from the atomic bomb to human tissue farming, the election of a tyrant, mass surveillance, the list goes on, right? So how do we maintain and continue to look at the future and say, wow, possibilities, possibilities and and project positivity in this world where we're living almost in a nonfiction dystopian story. So Cultivating hope and this aspirational looking toward the future is so important today, I think, especially in 2020, right? And maybe this scripture that we read this morning from Ephesians can really help us to see a window into how. How do we continue to live positively? How do we continue to be optimistic about what is to come? So, It's been said, today we're starting a new sermon series, and you see the things around the sanctuary. 2020 Vision, Boundless Possibilities. This is our sermon series that is going to shepherd us into 2020, into the future, no, but into what we could be and what this community can be. And taking that vision ahead, this is a conceivable vision of hope. It's there. We just need to focus our minds. And I think in this study this morning, we'll be able to do some of that. So the manifestation of God through Christ, who is both fully divine and fully human, is something that we celebrate today. Today is Epiphany Sunday. Uh, and that is the time when traditionally it's understood that the magi or the wise men arrive to Jesus having followed a star. You see stars prevalent throughout the sanctuary this morning. They come having followed hope, having followed a dream, having followed a star to the manger where Jesus is. And this manifestation of hope through Christ is unbelievable. It is, yes, the prophets talked about it, and yes, there was waiting and hoping, but it actually happening is unbelievable. It's this crazy dream come true, right? And so when we think about the boundlessness of God and the boundless potential, I think that is also hard to imagine. It's also really unbelievable, unfathomable, We're thinking cosmically, we're thinking oceanic. So to prepare for this sermon series, me and a couple other folks are reading a book called The Boundless God. It's by an author named Adrian von Speer. And this topic is so deep. It's so big, expansive. So I'm reading this book and it's inspiring. But even for theologians, it's really hard to pin down. It's so hard to come up with one thing to talk about. and then I got to focus in on this scripture. And I just love this scripture. I want to read it again um, for your hearing. And if you have your devices or your Bibles, read along. This is the NRSV version. Ephesians three sixteen to 20. I pray that according to the riches of God's glory, God may grant you, that you may be strengthened in your inner being. With, with power through God's Spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length, height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge, so that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Now, to God, who, by the power at work within us, is able to accomplish abundantly more than we can imagine. Abundantly more. This just happens to be my Aunt Anne's favorite scripture. My Aunt Anne is the matriarch of our family. She is just my spiritual guide, my spiritual mentor. I think seeing her and her steadfastness and her ability to continue to come back to scripture was The most inspiring for me as a child, I saw her also believe so strongly in her connection with God that she was able to, in her Catholic faith, expand her theology. She was pretty much a heretic. She is pretty much a heretic. She'll be listening to this, and I think she'll approve of that statement. Um, But she would hear these messages and just know and have confidence in her what God has called her to do and be in this world. I got to sit with her when I was in Massachusetts last week, and it was just feeding my soul. When I told her about this sermon series, she immediately quoted to me the entire pericope that we're looking at today, word for word. She, the boundlessness of God made her think of the breadth and length, height, and depth of the love of God. Ooh, and it was clear to me that this had to be my focus. Um, And I knew it would be a challenge for me I often, I'm just going to be honest, avoid Pauline-like scripture. There's a history in this Pauline texts that have been used to subjugate people, have been used against people, have been used, to, have been used for the rationalization of not just slavery, and, which is terrible, but many, many wrongs of the Christian faith. So coming to a text like this, for me, I have to look at all those things and say, okay, there is something there, right? I have to identify those things in order to move through them. One of the main things lately that I've been thinking about is this implied supersessionist theology, which is a replacement theology, which basically says, and this is something that I do not follow, as you know, my interfaith family, it says that, Christ coming replaces Judaism, replaces this ancient faith, right? And a lot of that is implied throughout the book of Ephesians. And so coming to this text, I did a lot of research. I love researching um, and found a a wonderful text that's uh, an anthology about Ephesians and Colossians, and it's called Beyond Supersessionism. And so reading that, I was able to say, no, there's more there, there is a lot there, um, but I have to say these things out loud, especially in a climate where just last week there was an attack on a havara in New York, um, a Jewish congregation that doesn't celebrate in a, in a synagogue but is in a home. There was an attack, um, and this is serious. So how do we look at the roots of that in our faith and say there's still something there beyond supersessionism? So that's my aside. Um, <laughs> I hope you don't mind my mini-sermon within the sermon. But today, we're going to talk about love's capacity to show us a snapshot, a picture, a microcosm of God's huge love for us, of God's bigness to connect through love, through this boundless love. And so we're looking through this lens, and Ephesians is one of the disputed texts of, um, of Paul, so it 's not clear whether Paul actually wrote this, um, but the style and the impact and the importance of this writing is clear, right and so the author assumes the role of Paul perhaps, and we hear in the text that this is a tr- this is a really uncertain time in Um, in the community of Ephesus. Words like persecution are used, tribulation. These are turbulent times. And I think we can relate to some of that nowadays, right? When wars and the threatening negotiations make headlines and rational, steadfast leadership is something we used to depend on but can't right now, we understand. The book of Ephesians, coming out of this context, is described by one theologian as cosmic in scope. So Ephesians, this small book, is like a cosmic picture into the universe. It talks about the mystery of God revealed and the love of God that is over and above all authorities, all leaders, and all those once considered outside of God's people. And that in itself is what Epiphany is about, right? God for all. So Ephesians takes this cosmic viewpoint and the Pauline writer begins our pericope with this grandiose prayer, evoking images of the glory of God. This is the same glory that forced Moses to have to wear a veil after he was in front of the glory of God because the people couldn't look at it. The glory that came to Ezekiel, and if you know Ezekiel 43, Ezekiel falls down. He describes it like a rushing wind, and it looked like a battle. The glory of God, this powerful entity. This is what we are invoking here in the beginning of this prayer, and In Ephesians, the author prays that the glorified God strengthen your inner self to be rooted and grounded in Christ. Rooted and grounded. That way we don't fall over from the witness of this immense, boundless glory in God. The author, verse 18, says, I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and length, height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses all knowledge, so that you may be filled with the fullness of God. This is a prayer for each of us today to receive, along with the community at Ephesus, the power to comprehend the breadth and length, depth and height of the love of God. I just feel this in my bones, the breadth and the length And the height, in the Catholic faith we do the sign of the cross, the breadth and the length and the height of the love of God for us. It could be that God's very nature is love. And I think we see that through this text. This text invites us into a picture of what is incomprehensible. This could be a prayer that God's love is so grounding and anchored that we can venture into the boundlessness that is God's love. When did you fall in love with God? A friend's social media feed reminded me recently. When did you fall in love with God? This is a poignant reminder for me of times when I maybe had a snapshot of the bigness of God's love for everyone. I've shared this before, but I was riding on the bus, the 15. It goes from downtown Decatur to real Decatur, down Candler Road. Thank you. And, uh, and I'm sitting on the bus, and I was coming from church or work, or I worked at the church, so maybe both, and I was thinking about the love of God. And I became overwhelmed with what I felt was the love that God had for everyone in that space. You can hear it in my voice. I get emotional when I think about it. The picture, maybe, this tiny snapshot was the love that God has for all of us. And I think this is the boundlessness that we're seeking in 2020 with our new vision, with our fresh start. In 2020, when rumors of war, hostilities, deepen, we're all responding out of our traumas, We're coming to the table, and the fact of our lives would lead us to conclude that we have irreconcilable differences with those around us, right? Those who call upon the same God, those whose God has written on their hearts just like me, and called me by name, and called us all good. This is putting limitations on the compassion that we can and the love that we can tap into when we get one snapshot of the boundlessness of God's love for us. We need to remember that only through love, true, pure love, can we imagine the breadth and length, depth and height. The words of Master Meister Eckhart come to mind in this small poem. Go there with me. All along, all day long a little burrow labors. Sometimes with heavy loads on her back, sometimes just worries about things that only burrows worry about, and worries as we know them can be more exhausting than physical labor. Once in a while, a kind monk comes to her stable and brings a pear. but more than that, he looks into the burrow's eyes, touches her ears, and for a few seconds, the burrow is free and even seems to laugh because love does that. Love frees. Love can free us. A love that does anything else but break down barriers, barriers that we have erected because of fear, is not the love of God. Love frees us. Meister Eckhart was a mystical thinker and writer in the 13th century, and he wrote about love and a lot of what he, cons- he wrote was now considered heretical, right? And, but I've already said heretics are my spiritual guide, so go there with me with this quote. He said, In love, I am more God than I am myself. In love, I am more God than I am myself. Not that I am God, but this is such a huge concept, right? I think what he meant was that when we love, when we really love, when we really open ourselves up to love, that is of God, and we fill this part in ourselves and we become filled up. The verse says, "We will become filled with the spirit. This is the unity, and then we, with this fullness, this is our true self, our united self with God. and perhaps. That is the fullness that we hear about in the text. To know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge so that you may be filled up with the fullness of God. The love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. We get a picture of the unimaginable. It surpasses this knowledge. The unfathomable. We are filled up with the fullness of God. The image of the cup running over comes to mind. Fill me up, God with the knowledge that surpasses understanding so that I can have a snapshot of your boundlessness, of your love. This is my prayer for the new year for all of us. In 2020, our vision of boundless possibility, in the boundless possibilities in love, in love with each other, what we let ourselves, will we let ourselves fall in love? Fall in love with our community, with those around us, This kind of love makes us fall on our face, right? On the ground. The part that was really interesting to me in the scripture, though, is it says, with the community, right? The scripture, let me go back to it, says, verse 18 I pray that you may have the power to comprehend with all the saints, with all the saints. We can't picture God's boundless love alone. I couldn't have pictured it in, in a vacuum. I couldn't, we can't go there. We have to. We receive God's love in community and we give it in community. And those communities that tap into this real love, this pure love, I think this community is a community like that, Park Avenue. I think that can be our vision for 2020. That boundless love, a love that does not give up, a love that continues to fill, fill the gaps, fill the voids, fill the needs, fill this space with love, with our visions, with our dreams and hopes. That is my prayer for us, Park Avenue. May God make it so. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Park Avenue Baptist
1: Church podcast. If you'd like to worship with us in person, our services are Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. ish.
0: We are at 486 Park Ave in Southeast Atlanta, across the street from Grant Park at the corner of Park Ave and Sydney Street.
2: To find out more about us or get in touch, visit our website at parkavbaptist.com. Now go
1: into the world that is too often unjust.
0: Knowing that the God who created you loves you and empowers you.
1: To love boldly.
0: Live inclusively.
1: And to serve creatively. Amen.